Hi, welcome. I'm Crosby. I'm Julia. It's the first time we're doing a recap. It's a recap of the show you may know of, Tampa Bay's. Now, Crosby, the way that our year has sort of revolved around waiting for this show, <laughs> it's really been a presence. Yeah, no, I've been really waiting and like kind of definitely with bated breath and definitely like excited, but with the full knowledge that I will be upset by. I just, I actually need to start this by saying like, we as queers can talk shit about this show. And if any of you straight scissors, straight white scissors, especially try and try and try and talk smack about Tampa Bay's, about our precious Tampa baby bays. Our family. Our, our family. <laughs> our sisters, our daughters, our mothers. <laughs> may we may we raise them. May we be them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then you will be put to death. This is a show about twelve basically like like sets of sentient abs. It's thin, it's femme, it's like it's colorist. It's like, it's really a mess. It's really not what we need at all. It's really not what we need at all. Right. And it's sort of like, who do we want to see make a fool of themselves? Really? I think we want a bunch of, a bunch of, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's these people. Uh, maybe this is why we tune in because we want to see these people. We want to cringe at these people. Who knows? Yeah. And you know, I know we're going to get into all of this. Um, but I will just say like, these people are, it's, it's almost like it's not even cringy enough. Is it bad enough to be good or is it just bad, bad? Because first of all, there's really not a lick of charm among the 12 <laughs> of them, right? I disagree. Okay. Okay. You've I, also, can oh, we also say yeah. you've also seen eight episodes? So, so I've been to the entire season. Julia is, this is exciting. Julia's going to be taking it ep by ep. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't know what the future holds. Right. So, and you need to be careful of that. You need to be I careful do, of that actually. Space. I'm thinking that now. I'm really scared now. Yeah. But okay. So I will say as someone who's gone through it all, if you're listening now and you're like, should I, shouldn't I? It's worth the ride. Okay. It is horrible and also worth it. Especially if you're like a gay, just like thirsty for any content. So we start with a voiceover that sounds like it's coming out of someone's phone closet. <laughs> They're in the closet. It, her name is Cubby. Absolutely. She's the titular, not the titular, mm. what, central character. I also character. jump to using titular uh, way too frequently and realize that it's not <laughs> yes. true. I just really want to use that word since I learned what it meant, you know? Same. <laughs> and I actually learned kind of today, I put the pieces together as to what it means. And wow, so today, today, yeah. Today. It was today. It was today. We've got Cuppy, okay? She is kind of your classic, like, WeHo meets Jersey Shore meets, like, high femme, like, daddy energy. And she was in Orlando for a year, but she's back in Tampa but now. she's back. Yeah. And they really try to lean into this narrative of like, she was gone and now she's back. And that's why this is the beginning. And it's like, one, it's Orlando. Two, it was a year. Like, we're literally acting like she like came back from war after like <laughs> many years. Uh, Cuppy seems like someone who, you know, those people who like, they sort of have like a faux big 
personality, like sort of the illusion of like a really wild person or like a big personality. And you oh realize God. that they've been like told a lot, like, like Cuppy has probably been told you should have your own reality show. You should, yes. oh my God, she's a riot. Like you should You're totally so have fun. your own reality show. And then yes. they internalize that. And then they actually like spew that about themselves, sort of like yes. they say that stuff about themselves right. and they're a nightmare. I mean, wait, I couldn't nightmare. agree more. Okay. Because, but I actually feel like Cuppy's yeah, in this episode, she talks a little bit about healing and growing. She's like on a kind of a journey of healing and growth. She's she's gone to Orlando and back again. And so yeah. who knows what happened in that year? Yeah. Um, I have to say also in this in her kind of like intro uh voiceover, you're kind of seeing like you're you're seeing little splashes of Tampa and she kind of is like, Everything you know about Tampa, throw it out the window. It's like, I'm from Georgia. And I went to school in New Orleans and still the only cities I ever even think about in Florida are Miami and Disney. It's I love that she says it's like everything you think you know about Tampa. Think again, bitch. And it's like beautiful beaches and crazy nightlife. It's like that's pretty much what I thought. Those are the exact things I would have, I might it's have. Like, considered. they're showing, like, yeah, like, test tube shots and, like, <laughs> it's like, it's it pretty looks much... so much like Bourbon Street. It really does. Yeah. The gross. Yeah. Okay. So, in this intro, they're setting up the rivalry, right? It's like there's, there's Brianna and Haley versus Marissa and Summer, we're, we're supposed to believe is like what the whole, the other crux of this show is. It's like everyone's friends with Cuppy, and then these two couples are vying for the queendom. I get it. A first episode is hard of a first season of a reality show. Like you have to introduce everyone. You have to like make it somewhat make a story, but I feel like they didn't have to work as hard at making a story. It seems like these couples genuinely dislike each other and like feeding everyone the line of like the queen bees, like they think they're the best, but we're actually the best. It's like, I feel like they would have happily just talked shit about these couples without like talking about some weird first place thing. Right. It does seem like there's definitely an inside scoop to be had if they want to get real. When we meet Brianna and Haley, we meet them in their home. Yeah. Which is (laughs) sort of a 13th character in the show. (laughs) (laughs) You will. It's the New York. Yeah, exactly. Um, Um, It's a soulless Instagram palace, truly a dystopian nightmare. I mean, like, uh, they're real estate. Oh, that yeah, they're, they're real estate investors. It's like Brianna is a real estate investor and her, her girlfriend Haley is her quote unquote business partner. By the way, Brianna is also called Murphy. They right. don't explain why. Also, we don't know why Cuppy is called Cuppy. We just kind of have to accept these nicknames and yeah. live with them. Mac and Sarah. Some people, those okay. are interchangeable. Sarah we don't know. Mac. Okay. Yeah the house okay listen i like the house and i need you to know that about me i like seeing like 20 something year old lesbians be cheesy rich in florida like i'm like that actually is equality is like these fucking like this murphy girl who acts just like all the worst guys i've ever met in my whole life like treating her girlfriend like shit and like being really rich. And I'm like, that's kind of funny that that's, that we've come to this. We've come to the bat to our own decline by like, it just, 
it it's it feels redemptive in kind of a nasty way, but still <laughs> still fun to me. See, I'm like, we get this too. Yeah, we get it too. I mean, I like I I do. I like the uh, the rich cheesy shit too. What what I hate is the it's when you start when you start like planning architecture and like design <laughs> in a home like around Instagram. You know what I mean? Like this is an Instagram yeah. fueled house. The house is like greenery covered walls it's got the neon signs it's got it's straight out of every yeah every room is kind of like a- it is really really futury and dystopian to me to see a home that has been designed on the basis of an app let's talk about olivia and mac a little bit olivia is your sweet little southern bale she is a tomboy femme she wears her like you know, skin tight, low rise, black jeans with vans, black vans. Yeah. yeah. And like a high neck belly, like tank belly shirt. Cry, like, yeah. Oh, she's baby. She's baby. She's baby. Yeah. Baby. Um, I knew you were going to latch on to her. I loved as soon as she came on the screen, I said, I know who's going <laughs> to know who's going to take know. a liking to her. <laughs> She reminds me of an ex as well. He wants to take care. Mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. just tell. And she's like, I had a friend once who told me that I'm like the least responsible possible, responsible person he ever knew. So everything she says is butter and cream. Mm-hmm. She's such a sweetie. She's just down for a good time. Like, yeah, she just got, she, well, I don't know. I don't think we know how recently, but she moved to Tampa and said to her ex, like, I'm going, you can uh, come or, or stay, which is <laughs> a really uh, indifferent approach to a relationship. <laughs> Tampa, well, sometimes when Tampa, I mean, when, Tampa you know, calls, when Tampa calls, you answer the call. Yeah. <laughs> now, Mac, uh, look, we wouldn't be sitting down to record this podcast if it weren't for Mac. <laughs> Wait, are you an L? No, not in a big way, but just... Okay. It's truly like this show. Um, it's extremely unhorny to me, really. Um, Absolutely, it's really, really unhorny. Uh, but it, yeah, if it's gonna be someone, it, it would be Mac or I mean wow. Shiva. Like I would make out with Shiva, but I I don't Absolutely. need it. I don't need it. You know, I don't need it. But I would like to have a night where I just kind of yeah. flirt and make out with Shiva. Yeah, is that so much to ask? Mm. Okay, so they kind of are like kissing. Brianna and Haley's asses, um, cause like they have a big cool house. Yeah. So fine. Whatever. Which that they, does feel true to life to me. It's yeah. like when someone has a pool, you yeah. do try to like make those inroads and keep them. You keep, you keep them around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Also, so like this, this whole episode, right, is like leading up to this party that Brianna and Haley are having at this house. And so that's, we're supposed to believe this whole episode, everyone, every scene from here on out is people getting together to talk about the party. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's the whole episode, which gets to be annoying when like, when like, so next, the next scene we're meeting Summer and Marissa, this other power couple for the first time. And like Marissa drops that she's a nurse, like on the fucking COVID floor. And you're like, gotta know more. Because this was sure. clearly filmed pre-vax, right? It's Florida. Listen, everyone 
I've talked to is like, can you believe like they're all nurses? I'm like, have y'all met nurses? Yeah. Yeah. This is how nurses are. Most of the people talking about hating masks are nurses from Florida. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's for sure. Not shocking at all. So yeah. So all the scenes are leading up to the big party at the end. Yeah. So, so everyone's like Summer and Marissa. How do you feel about Summer and Marissa? Summer and Marissa. I mean, there's nothing to feel, is there? There's not a lick of personality. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, not a connection to be found among any of these couples, right? Like right. Brianna and Haley, Marissa and Summer. Like we need a Dana and Alice. Truly. I don't know what to feel about them. Yeah. I don't feel a damn thing except for that they love that they're on reality TV. They, and they think that they're very deserving of being on reality TV as well. Also worth it to note that these are people who grew up watching reality TV. Right. That's what's interesting now to be watching anything, Bachelor, anything. Everyone knows what's at stake, which is like, you're going to become Instagram fan. Like you're going to have all these kind of things. Like like the universe like folds in on itself. Right. Me, if I'm 21, I'm, I'm like in college. I'm like creeping out of the closet. I see Marissa and Summer walking down the, the white sands of Tampa Bay. She's got a sleeve. One's, one's got uh, Under, a shaved yeah, bottom yeah. and they're gay together. I'm saying, uh, hello? <laughs> a ring is so, keys moment on the beach of Tampa Bay. Yeah. When I heard, when I see them setting up the rivalry, it's like this couple against this couple. I'm like, time yeah. to see which side I'm on. Like really yeah. excited to figure out who are my girls. And I really, by the end of the first episode, there's just nothing to them. So you're right. Any any kind of hook in, it's like, mm-hmm. great, Marissa and Summer. I guess I'm team them for now. <laughs> we'll see, you know? <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We'll see. Okay, so then we're like, <laughs> um, Cuppy is like chatting with this with Marissa and Summer at a bar in the middle of the day. They're taking shots of vodka. I don't know what's going on. Why I wrote, why are they drinking shots in the day? The insistence on like making this crew like Marissa and Summer clearly aren't party girls. Really? Yeah. They say they hate plans. They say they they hate plans. plans. (laughs) They don't like to. They're like, can you believe they like planned this party? I hate house parties. Also, Brianna, I forgot Murphy, Brianna in the beginning was saying how like, you know, people don't like, we like to have a lot of fun and like go out and like, we have a good time. And that's like probably why like we rub a lot of people the wrong way. It's like, that's not how that works. People, (laughs) Brianna is not okay. Off the pod. She looks like <gasps> absolutely okay. Yeah, she looks like a crush that Julie and I had in college. Murphy who does. we hope to someday be brave enough to ask to be on the pod. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny because Brianna would ruin our lives in college. Like absolutely, both of us, we'd be like <laughs> like running derailed the quad. Yes. And the fact that the fact that she's really not resonating with us in any particular way now is proof of our growth and our journey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So we meet Jordan and Shiva next. Um, I love the beat about they hear the noise, they peer around the corner and they like shit all over this guy who's (laughs) typing on a typewriter. She says, 
he's writing like a Shakespeare novel over there. It's such a cute moment and a funny, I'm like, okay, show. Eva really opens the door to these moments. She is a joy, a natural. She makes this really fun. I do see her as sort of an access point to this world for sure. For sure. Um, She's a, she's getting her master's. Um, Jordan, we learn that she's in a long distance relationship, Mm -hmm. which also feels true to life. Mm -hmm. Um, Jordan does one of my favorite reality TV things where she's like, I'm super sweet and lovable until you cross me. Then I'm a huge bitch. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty standard. It's like be (laughs) pleasant to people until they give you a reason not to be. That's kind (laughs) of... Everybody. <laughs> oh my god! It would be really weird if someone was just like a bitch, full stop, you, you, like all the time. To or everybody. just like I'm nice, even when someone's like really mean and rude. To me. <laughs> yeah. That's something that I stand by. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she she continues to kind of like kind of like plays like middleman in a really funny way, where she's like, I don't know what's going on with the drama. All I know is that I was there exactly when this happened, and this is exactly what's happening with the drama. Like, she's always like, kind of like, I can't say for sure, except that definitely this happened. I I think her and Shiva have a really fun friendship, too. Like, Shiva kind of reminds me of, um, she's sort of like the Shane meets Finley character. She's single. She's like very ready to be like dating, but kind of like Finley, she's like kind of clumsy and like, I don't know, but she knows she's, she knows she's special. I think it's just, it's really fun to watch her. So after Jordan and Shiva, we meet a couple other ones who sort of fade into the background. We meet Mel. She's a muralist. We meet Allie, Nellie, Allie and Nellie, Allie and Nellie. Are the real queen bees okay go on yeah they're a story aren't they i want to know yeah. more from them um but we don't really we don't really get into them a lot of party exposition okay one of the big things about their parties they say is that they they always have a theme so i love when Haley says um <laughs> this crazy y2k theme that i came up with yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like that is crazy that you, you girl that you came up <laughs> You came up with that. Wow. You are crazy, Haley. Okay. And no one knows what Y2K is. Mm-mm. How, do, how do you feel about that? I mean, listen, these are young kids. Yeah. They're young. Um, also, we have to say, and I know we'll get to the party, but those outfits are not um, Y2K. I mean, of course, whenever you do like a, a decade nostalgia for a decade, you're going to like lean into the more glam parts it's like of course you know the 80 whatever it's like you're gonna do the like most feminine like cutest like you're still comparing it to like today's standards like you're filtering it through today standards but making it like a cute version right why should we they're also just it's back now so it's what we're all wearing it's like bucket hats and like everything that everyone's right now wearing so it's, right yeah it, but it, she came like, up with it she actually she started that. Yeah. She's That's actually really why we're all doing that. Yeah. She's really good at throwing parties. Her little pink outfit, though. I mean, I didn't see anything like that in, in no, the 2000s. I no, I don't know didn't. where she's going with that. And she looks you take great. some liberties with the theme. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. 
<laughs> oh, at one point, Haley's like fixing up the house before everyone gets there. And she's like fixing the kind of like balloons and the house. It's look insane. And Cuppy is like watching her do this and is like, is she like fixing, like fixing up the house, like perfecting everything in the house? I mean, I guess that makes sense. If you're going to do it, do it big. Welcome to Tampa. <laughs> Cuppy's kind of always like being like Tampa. Am I right, guys? The transition to the party was strange because it was clear that like one or two people were there early, right? Yeah, like yeah. hanging out, getting ready, setting up. Mm -hmm. People start to like filter in slowly. Like it's like kind of hangout vibes, hangout vibes. Mm -hmm. At least from like a tonal standpoint, you really can't tell when the party has started in terms of like arc of the episode, this thing that you've built to the whole episode long. It, it feels incredibly like even though we know that there's a party at the end, it feels incredibly one note, uh, uh, yes. you know, like. Absolutely. I was thinking about this, like, A, we're supposed to believe that Brianna slash Murphy and Haley are throwing a party for Jordan, who uh, we, it's unclear whether or not any of these people are actually friends. So this is like a Y2K birthday party for Jordan and Sheba, mm -hmm. I guess, question mark. And like, this is one of the things where I'm like, we are kind of post, like, knowing that reality tv is like kind of made up so can't we just say like they're throwing a party so we can get all the girls together for the first time and sort of like hang but i guess they needed a reason for marissa and summer to show up and so since they're friends with jordan maybe they had to do that this is why I'm, i can't i wouldn't be good at i guess like story producing for reality tv because i'd be like let's just say they're all going to like hang out for the <laughs> the show like should we have just gotten to know everyone this episode or no maybe this was all impossible because of covid and maybe that's also why that party did look like it sucked balls <laughs> it was like seven people like somehow it seemed like fewer people than we have already met I, yeah, I like, yeah, yeah. this is so sad <laughs> and suddenly i was like team summer and, and marissa i was like this is sad there's not a lot of people they had to dress up feels so forced that like I kind of wish they were just all on the beach and like kind of playing games and like cooking out and we could just sort of like be like this season on da 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 and then you slowly kind of learn the vibe there's I some really drama upstairs yeah it's stupid it's the forced Shiva it's cuppy thing Oh, but that's when Cuppy grabs Shiva's face at one point and goes, we're just friends, okay? We're just friends. Look at me. Friends. And then kisses her. Yeah. And he's like, got it. We're friends. And we who have vodka sometimes. <laughs> got it. I have word for word, action for action, done that thing. And like, what? It's cool. We're friends. They're just, right, they're right. trying to set up that Shiva is like bad at girls, like LOL. Right. right. Which they can do because she's probably really actually kind of good with girls even if she doesn't know it yet she she just is right and the climactic thing about the party is that people leave and we uh -oh. don't even really see like the decision to leave no we see people getting in cars and we know that this is an affront to brianna and Haley because they're hosting the party we don't even get any sort of indicator of like the time you know what i mean like it's yeah. like they're leaving at 9.30, like at least that would be, you know, that would sort of anchor us in some way. For all we know, they've been drinking there for like three hours and like it's time to leave. But because also there's no other people, there's no indication of like any clearing or like 
every like every everyone decides to leave basically and and murphy slash brianna is fucking pissed immediately she's like everyone can go fuck off whatever so they get in the car and then i guess what we you know cameras don't go with them shooting is over right so knowing knowing that like like thinking of the production aspect of it if they leave early does that make you see more like does that make you see it as fucked up more like they are leaving the event of like shooting the show for the night well that's but it's like they're leaving the event of filming i'm wondering how much of that like i think actually no one is in the wrong for leaving probably it was time to go and Brianna and whoever was like coked out of their mind and just like mad that people were leaving their party. Oh, and like the Shiva recording it, like, I mean, that actually is a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're going to give it to production. It's going to go on television. Like they don't yeah. know they're going to be on TV yelling these things. Like they, right, wouldn't, they right. wouldn't have said that. That's right. really bad. Right. <laughs> so how did, what did you walk away feeling? What are your hopes and dreams for the coming episodes? How do you, what's your takeaway? Incredible question. The takeaway feeling is that Standards. this was bad. I had a bad time, a worse time, in fact, than watching Gen Q, where at least you get the snippets of like uh, nostalgia for the original series and you get to look at Kate Menig. Um, and often she's holding a beer bottle. This was like so one note truly didn't have a good time and and also just know deep in my heart it's like i'm not getting out of it i mean there's no mm-hmm. way that i'm not watching the next seven episodes absolutely which it's it's hard to think about that amount of time you know because i you know how often i like have a meltdown about Like there's not enough time in a day and I can't like Mm. ever get to what I need to do. And I'm busy all the time and I never get Mm -hmm. anything accomplished. And then to, to know the, you know, when those amounts of time add up, whatever, it was bad. I'm strapped in. It was bad. I'm strapped in. Okay. Strapped in. Uh, Okay. Uh, Okay. I love that. I think uh, my girlfriend uh, had a similar experience to you, except she is not, an idiot like we are and uh promising to recap it uh every single episode Mm -hmm. so she stopped halfway through the first episode and was like i can't i'm done here which again the level of kind of like just to simply for your own time not being in christ i mean to simply say like this is not worth my time yeah it was a simple decision for her she was like i turned it off I was like, excuse me? What is that like? I guess you don't care about the cause. Yeah. I guess what that's like is we're talking about two people who are like, like we are just like femme, femme wannabes. We're only gay because we're just kind of gay. But like we, ha- we actually, for the culture, we have to consume every fucking bit of everything I... because we parade around this town like a couple of goddamn suburban housewives with our long hair okay. and our pink oh. nails and our lashes and our boobies. We have our wire bras just holding our, just uncomfortably strapping up our boobies upward, putting the kind of upward and outward. And every once in a while, when we really want to feel like we're living, we'll put on a little snapback and 
step out on the town. Feel wild. <laughs> Some cargoes. You, this is so humiliating, but you are actually kind of right. It's like inside us still lives the, the baby gay who um, needed to be validated in their, in their gayness and mm-hmm. for that reason needs to consume. And who, who like maybe doesn't belong. Right. I'm like, I will have, I have an encyclopedia. Like, um, with something like lip service, I really, I know that I really, um, have that as a, as a crutch, like talking to gay people when I'm like, oh, you don't know lip service? Oh, it's like this, (laughs) it's a Scottish L word. I don't even know where you can find it to watch online now. Wow. You didn't watch that? Oh, you didn't watch that like in college? Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. No, I just thought you were. You said you, you said you're gay. So I just wait, you're that, gay, right? I guess we can't all be. Yeah. Really gay. <laughs> I, for one, not. I. I think I. I think I. I ironically like it. It's obviously garbage. Um, but I. I also have a little bit of hope, because it was bad, and I still watch the whole thing in a day, the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> if they can make small, tiny adjustments that we talked about. Just like focus in on one person a little longer for one episode or like, you know, after COVID, they can give us more like spots, you know, I want to become familiar with like where Olivia works, where Cuppy works. Let's go to the hospital one day with Marissa. Let's. And let's not have it be this insular world. Like let's have the friend group be put into context of the larger world and like, again, COVID, but. I just don't think that we can use that as an excuse. Also though, like let's say Summer and Marissa or Allie and Nellie don't ever fucking go out, which they probably don't because it's Tampa lesbians, babe. Then let's go see them having dinner at nighttime. Or like start with the couple's problems. You know what I mean? See, we're being, yeah, exactly. Like this is the thing. This is the thing is that straight people made this Yeah. for straight people and Maybe, maybe, I mean, but it's just like, maybe lesbians aren't the target audience. There's no like classic butch, you know, there's no bigger women. Like, it's just like, it feels like it's for some TikTok. Maybe it's for TikTok people. Just like generally. (laughs) Yeah. They wanted like a zippy first episode. And I think they failed because they made it about, they thought like, oh, make it about a party then. And make it about this rivalry. They made it about three made up things. The rivalry, the cuppy Shiva thing, and a party. Like that no one actually cared about or would ever do. Yeah. So it was all felt very like flat and made up. When really we we are interested in these people. They're not yeah. like they might be like not charismatic or something <laughs> that like but like they're not I, I do wanna know. If I was in Tampa, I would be like, Olivia, tell me more, babe. Yeah. Yeah. I will watch I will watch not only every, every episode of this season, I will watch like any, any next season. I mean, as long as this show is on, I'm going to see every episode, every episode. And I believe that there's time to get better. I mean, married at first sight today. I think it's some of the most exquisite reality television there is (laughs) in the beginning. It was so bad. I quit and never looked back for at least a year or two. And then, but they like really fucking turned it around. Like they like, Revamp. I mean, they just continue to evolve, and it's so good now. Okay, we can say we were here from the beginning. Like we were there when. Yeah, we're getting it on the ground level, baby. Yeah, 
it was nice to watch a whole, you know, as like, as um, was the word for, what's the, the fancy word for not, not very diverse, um, homogenous. As homogenous as the crew kind of is in certain ways, it was, it is just always nice to like look at a bunch of lesbians for a long time. And like, yeah. even the femme ones, like, it's just like, it is a way we move, a way we kind of talk, a way we interact that does feel kind of warm and fuzz. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But again, this is like kind of not the greatest <laughs> representation <laughs> matters. Um, <laughs> but you get it. <laughs> and that's the first episode. That's the first ep, folks. Oh. We don't know what kind of schedule we're going to be doing this on. No. It's not, not ours to know. It's not yours to know. Yeah. You can go binge and then you can binge us talking about it or you can like listen to us first then go watch. I don't fucking know. We what actually you want to do. literally don't care. I don't even don't tell me what you do. Yeah. Except maybe in the don't comments. Don't want to know. Oh, heaven. 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 Love you. Love you.